0: Hey everybody, welcome back to We Are Podcast. This is Camp Slash Horrorcast Season 4, Episode 23, Jaws. If this is your first time checking out the Podcast Network, we appreciate it. Please head over to your favorite podcast app, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, or iTunes, and give We Are Podcast Network a like. And just a reminder, Camp Slash Horrorcast is a weekly live videocast available on Twitch and YouTube. We go live every Monday at 8pm Central Time at twitch.tv backslash wearepodcastnetwork and youtube.com wearepodcastnetwork. As the Camp Slash Horrorcast is live, I will not be editing the audio for this podcast. So what you saw live is what you get here. Please come watch the stream every Monday at 8pm. And if you want to see the previous streams, go check out our Twitch or YouTube channel. And for a full list of future films we'll be watching, please head over to Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at backslash we, our podcast. All links can be found in the description. And with that, on to the Horror Cast. Hey, everybody, welcome to Camp Slash HorrorCast, where we talk horror movies from the past live at 8 p.m. Central every Monday. I'm your headcamp counselor.com. Here with other headcamp counselors, we have Jay. And Amity, you say Yad McClintock. Jay, how you doing, sir?
1: I'm doing well, man. I just uh started my my little vacay, and I'm pretty happy about that.
0: Fuck yes, vacation, baby. It's happening. Uh, next, we got Raf. That's some bad hat, Harry Ramirez. Raph, how are you, sir?
2: Fantastic, fantastic. Fuck, Fuck.
0: yeah! And finally, we got David. Smile, you son of a bitch. Jessup David (laughs) sorry I wasn't demanding that you smile I apologize I wouldn't call you that how are you doing sir (laughs) Um,
3: I'm good I'm good
0: good 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 guys we watched Jaws release date June 20th 1975 with a running time of 124 minutes budget 9 million box office as of today 476.5 million And as of this second, $476.6 And as of the next second, it just keeps going up. All right, what is the synopsis? When a killer shark unleashes chaos on a beach community of Cape Cod, it's up to a local sheriff, a marine biologist, and an old seafarer to hunt the beast down. Or they hunt down barrels, whatever you found this movie to be. Uh, Why is it not the right thing? We're not even live. God damn it. We're going to have to do the whole thing over again.
2: What are you talking? You're not live?
0: No, I got just, notifications just, on everything.
1: Just, just, just fix it in post, Doug. It's okay.
0: Uh, fix it and post. I don't think there's such a thing. All right, fix it and post. All right, we're live, Jaws, blah, blah, blah. All right, let's watch a trailer. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, God, that was such a good opening, too. Why does everything everything you
2: recorded be- it?
0: Yeah, I recorded it on, on my thing. So whenever we release the actual podcast, it'll be good to go. <laughs>
2: Just leave all this in. This part
0: stays in. <laughs> oh, yeah. naked.
2: Are you showing uh, the trailer?
0: Yeah, this is the trailer. Oh, goddammit. You guys can see the trailer. <laughs> Nothing's going right. <laughs> I like work working
1: professionals, Doug. I'm going to have to go. <laughs> well,
0: it's Doug's first time. Please leave him alone. I was a virgin up until now. All right. I can see it now invites you back into the waters. This is the IMAX trailer because the original trailer I couldn't find a good version of it. The original summer blockbuster. Such a cool shot.
4: You yell shark, we've got a panic on our hands on the fourth of July. Shark!
0: No shit. That puberty voice girl was probably the best actor in this movie.
4: Shark.
2: Yeah, the one second she was on film,
0: I would have loved to have seen this in IMAX. I'm
2: die.
0: <laughs> this Labor Day weekend. It's such an intense trailer.
2: It's such an intense movie.
0: All right, that's good enough for the trailer. Let's talk history with Jaws. Who wants like, to go first? Everyone's got history with Jaws, right? Surely.
3: I think I'll go first because Yo, I'm probably man. the only person <laughs> that saw it on opening weekend when it came out.
0: I wasn't even born yet. So, yes, you are. <laughs>
3: How old were you whenever that came out? Uh, was it 70, 76? 75. Nope. 75. 75 yeah. So I was six years old.
0: God damn. And you saw this Whoa. movie, opening saw weekend? It.
3: Solid Every, theater, man. Everybody it was, did. It was insane. <laughs> I lived in Florida at the time. I lived by the beach. And boy, that next weekend, the beaches were dead because nobody was going to go <laughs> in the fucking water. <laughs> um, it, it, was, the it, beaches. Was, it was crazy, man. It was packed. There were people throwing up in the audience. I didn't see it, but like as we were walking in, we were hearing about people getting sick and fainting and like... This is one of those movies, man. The word of mouth was just insane, and uh, yeah, it was awesome, dude.
0: The original blockbuster, right? This was yeah. the first no, one. This was the people. first one. This was the one that had people lining up around, and around, and around the clock to go see it, right? So yeah, I had this... Jaws
3: t-shirts. I have. I had a whole bunch of. Matter of fact, I'm gonna find and send it to the group chat of me as a little kid wearing a fucking Jaws t-shirt. Fuck yeah, that's awesome. What
0: were you gonna say, Jay? It's
3: coined the term Blockbuster.
0: Yeah, this was the film that made it a reality. And it just kept making, and kept making money and kept making money and kept making money and kept making money like just endlessly. So when did you see it, Jay? When's what's your history with it?
1: Man, I've probably i probably seen it uh, a ton of times. I was probably close to the same age uh Jessup was. This is a lot of kids' introductory horror movie, I think. It's very it's only PG, so that's one thing. So everyone can go see it. Uh it's bloody enough without being too bloody. So, uh, plus I lived in landlocked Plano, Texas. So we weren't afraid of sharks uh, at all. No, we, had, no, no. We, we had no fear of getting a shark attack. So it's very much a, 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 a border, you know, a a sea a seaside uh, city's problem. So it's another one of those things where, it's another one of those issues where when you we see it, it can obviously not be your problem. I think it's a much easier, it's a little more palpable to the kid. See, I was never scared of Jaws, uh, but, you know, it was definitely uh, the music, man, and all that. It was definitely
0: definitely riveting. Very nice. Raph, how about you? What's your history with
2: Jaws? I remember seeing this when we first moved to Fort Worth and the uh, uh, drive through. I think it was, like, one of the last drive-thrus in um, in Dallas off of Jefferson, if I'm correct. And uh, I-, I saw it as a little kid. I was probably, what, like 13? and i had to be babysat the next summer at the pool like the babysitter would take us to the pool and bro i didn't get in the water for a while and it was just <laughs> the pool it was just the pool but <laughs> like uh, the yeah. bottom
0: of the pool was gonna fall out and a freaking and- freshwater shark was gonna come in that was not allergic to chlorine and shit i don't
2: care i don't, care. I, don't care I was little i was 13 i was scared
0: yeah dude uh I watched, I think, Jaws 3 was the first one I
1: watched. <laughs> oh, God! I, that's a could, great... That's even better for a kid to watch all first. I know. Oh is it
0: start, God, it's, so it starts at World, and that's about the most I remember of it. Maybe that... And then... Uh, I remember being afraid of, like, whatever. It was on sci-fi channel or something like that. And I didn't watch Jaws until I was in my 20s. So I was probably 23 when I saw it for the first time. And I was blown the fuck away by how good it was. Just, like, watching it again for this podcast. Just blown away by how amazing this movie is. It's just perfectly timed. Like, like it's two hours and I don't mind it. That speaks a lot to me. Because anything more than an hour and a half, I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Uh But yeah i like it i like it enjoying this episode go check out geekster a
3: dating and friends app for geeks that focuses on common interests as a way to make meaningful connections download today on the app store or click the link in the description to find out more geekster this is what happens when nerds collide geekster available on ios and android
0: let us discuss it um uh I mean, what what can you say about Jaws other than to praise it? First, we're going to start with the poster. The poster is so freaking iconic. It's so ridiculously good and scary. And it sets up that beginning scene of the movie so perfectly. I don't even know what to say about it. Like, it's a beautiful poster, and it's still scary. Like, I can share it with you guys right now.
2: Like, they should have gave Chrissy more uh, lines.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) And, And she's naked. Speaking of which, this was before... PG thirteen, right? So uh, yeah, the the
3: fact this movie didn't get R is shocking. Yeah, I mean the opening scene is a crop shot of her vagina, and then at the end when Quint gets eaten, he spits up blood everywhere. It it must have been I don't know how Spielberg pulled this off, getting a PG rating because that movie should have been R, especially back then.
0: And this is the movie that made Spielberg Spielberg. You know what I mean? This is you know he still has
3: nightmares about this movie. I think it's because. Because it was so stressful (laughs) to make, the shark never worked. But what's great about it is because the shark never worked, it forced them to hide the shark, which makes it more suspenseful. Because if you look at the original script of the movie, the shark was supposed to be, ha-ha,
4: I'm a shark, (laughs) right from
3: the very beginning. I'm here, motherfuckers. But they are like, because he really, there's only, he's only, there's the actual mechanical shark is in very few shots. Let us make sure we call it by
0: its proper name. Bruce.
3: Bruce. Bruce. Thank you. Yes. The Um, the
0: gayest name a shark has ever had.
3: Before we we go on sucking the dick of this movie too much, I would like to point out a scene that drives me fucking bonkers. And I watch this movie every 4th of July. This Mm -hmm. is my 4th of July movie. But there's a scene in this movie that drives me fucking insane. I wish they would have fixed it in post because it is is completely illogical. And that is when they go and look for the... uh, shark at night and they find the boat and uh what's his face gets in the water he hooper. hooper gets in the water he finds the shark tooth and then the dead body comes through the hole right he screams he comes up very next scene they're talking to the mayor and uh brody goes hey t- tell the mayor about the boat what'd you find and he's like ah nothing uh, yeah. He found a fucking dead body. There's six people missing from the fucking boat that has a giant hole <laughs> in it that was attacked by a shark, and he doesn't say anything. They're trying to convince him to close the beach down. Here's your chance to say, these people were fucking murdered. There's a dead body. Here's the boat. But instead they go, yeah, I, I don't I don't know. I don't know <laughs> what happened. Yeah, it's, yeah I, I got scared about something. And the reason why that is is because that scene was shot like right before they gave it the final cut and what happened was Spielberg wanted one more scare. He watched the cut. This needs one more big jump scare. So they actually went to somebody's pool and they put a boat in it and they filmed that scene.
0: No shit.
3: Yeah, in someone's fucking pool.
0: And that's and, why it doesn't make And sense.
3: that's why that's why it's not it's not cohesive. But it but man, it just drives every time I see the movie when that scene comes on my but clenches, and cause I, <laughs> I just want to, because you want to scream at him. You're like, this shouldn't
0: exist, Spielberg. Why did yeah, you this, fuck this it is up? A,
3: this is a, there's a dead body. The, these people were fucking murdered. Which is interesting because you remember the scene when uh, Hooper first comes on. And he's like, Hey, there's too many people on the boat. That's the boat that ends up. It is the boat. Yeah. It's oh, the boat cool. that ends up getting attacked. Yeah. I didn't
0: make that connection. Very nice. So, so
2: I'm glad you brought that up because I found that to be the most annoying scene because I was listening <laughs> to it in my headphones and that scream underwater. When they
0: see the the, the jump scare, <laughs> that's damn. what
2: got me. It was more of the scream. It yeah. was some Fuck, is such a high pitch, pitch scream in my ears, and it really did get me. I, I was like, fuck!
0: <laughs> yeah, when I was clipping it, I was like, whoa, they added the scream in, and then he screams, and I'm like, eh. the whole thing's kind of weird, but it worked yeah. because it is an added scare. Uh, speaking of things that were cut or added, did they cut the affair out of the movie? Is that Yes. Something? So they yes. did film the affair, but they cut it. I no, I don't
3: know if they ever filmed it. I, I do know it's in the novel. But but it was just going to be too convoluted, too much. And also, it kind of – it fucks up the friendship, you know, and it makes Hooper the bad guy. And and so, yeah, I mean, it's – That's it's what I was too... wondering
0: watching it if they cut it out because there's a couple of scenes where there feels like there should be animosity between the characters or you're reading it as
3: animosity. And I was like – I, I don't know. Correct, correct me, Jay, if I'm wrong, but I don't think they ever filmed that scene.
1: I don't think they did either. Uh, yeah. Plus, I think another reason they didn't film it is because – this was I mean let's 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 take a step back a little bit. Let's give let's give Old Spielberg a little bit of a reprieve. He made this movie when he was twenty-eight years old. What Insane. were we doing? At, what were Insane. we doing at twenty-eight years old, guys? We, were making, per,
3: we, we it, weren't making we weren't making jaws, I'll tell you that much. It's the second movie, right? What uh, second studio film.
1: Something like that. Maybe even the start. Yeah, I know he did he did trucks. I know well, he did it trucks.
3: Never, it it wasn't trucks, it was uh, The know. Road the open no, It was it was a truck chasing somebody, and yeah. it was it was and made it was basically movie, right? made for TV movie. And then after that, he did a uh, another movie, but this was his first like big big movie. All right, so he did Firelight Duel Ace Duel. Duel. and then he did The Sugarland
0: Express. Sugarland
3: Video Express. Duel. Yeah, yeah, Sugarland Express. So oh, yeah, I mean, but, but still though, Jay, you're right. Twenty eight years old. Holy shit.
1: Yeah, I mean, like I think yeah, a lot yeah. of times we, when we think about this, we think he was fifty years old when he made it. Like, so, yeah. I mean, we don't quite realize that. And then obviously it had all of these, all of these, you know, mishaps and whatnot. But also, let's let's also remember he he's trying to make he I I think Spielberg was trying to make a blockbuster here. Oh, for I sure. think he was trying to make a commercial like a real. He wanted to he wanted to make a movie that would that would it changed it
3: changed movies. It yeah. absolutely changed movies. Well he thought he thought his career was done. He thought when this when he finished making this movie, he would never be hired again because they went over budget, you know, it was a nightmare, and he didn't think it would be any good, you know.
0: Yeah, it really comes down to the editor sometimes, you know what I mean? Like I was thinking that as I'm watching it. I'm like, I don't know who edited this, and but you gotta give him the props because they edited it perfectly. And there's some scenes that I might have cut out of the movie but it's fast paced in a way that they probably hadn't seen up until that point because th- and and like the cinematography is beautiful i think the score is the thing that holds this together more than glue i think the score is a, a creature unto itself
3: you know oh it's a character for sure Jeff. yeah i You're think right.
0: john williams brought The pain of the shark within the score and they they did that knowing that they didn't have the film and like i said they chased barrels for hours but that's a creative way to show the shark like Mm -hmm. i know that's probably part of the story but i was like what a unique way to be able to show something that wasn't working by having it like you never see below the surface and when you do you get the money shots but you very rarely see below the surface to what's going on and that entire chase scene in that third act works based on the barrels and it's so good based on your imagination.
3: Yes, Your imagination, absolutely. you you know what's underneath those barrels. You know it's that massive shark because the I think the sh- the scene that really works well is the boat scene where the guy gets his leg cut off. The sh- shot of the shark coming up to the guy. And you it's the first time we see how big this shark is.
0: Yeah, it's huge.
3: And so now we have that in our mind, how big this shark is. So every time you see those barrels, and that's the old Hitchcock thing. You know, the the human imagination is a lot more visceral than what's on the screen.
0: And what's wonderful was they actually show the size of the shark when it goes underneath the, the the orca and you actually get to see it at a certain point and you're like, Holy shit, this thing's bigger than the boat. And he literally mm-hmm. says, We're gonna need a bigger boat you know great line it, it, but being able to see less is more in every yeah. instance in this film and that's what's so beautiful about it and knowing that it was a hectic production and the, the machine or the robot kept breaking down and like even watching it sometimes you can tell that's a robot like, it's oh, just like yeah. You, yeah. it doesn't matter
3: you will suspend
0: your disbelief because it's just it's such beautifully done craftsmanship and I don't, I just, I absolutely love it. I apologize. Well, well.
3: well, and also they, they did a brilliant, a really smart thing. They went to Australia and they made a scaled down cage because it was supposed to be a little person was supposed to be inside of it. But what happened was a real great white shark got on top of the cage between the boat and the cage. And that's real footage you see in the movie. But what happened was the little person in the little, let be a little person in that cage of course wasn't in there they had to rewrite the script to explain why hooper was out of the cage and so because okay. originally he was supposed to be killed originally he was supposed to be killed um but they were like you know what that's such a cool shot we'll keep that in there and we'll have hooper escape but man that's you know what scene i'm talking about right yeah Where yeah the, with the shark the sh- flopping in between yeah
0: i was sitting there wondering how the hell did they do that
3: like, yeah that and that's so and the reason why that shark looks so big is because the cage was like it was so it small, was yeah.
0: Just the lucky thing that happened then. Yeah, was, they they it did, was did a really
3: terrible. good job of blending live footage of a shark with the mechanical shark.
0: Yeah, I mean, and plus you're underwater that muddies the footage, and but like, and that's what I think is so wonderful is like I said, you don't spend that much time. It's like two separate worlds. You have. The world underwater, which is pure danger. And then you have this world where they're they're hunting. But are they hunting or are they being hunted at a certain point? And I think that that really changes the game. Because how smart is this shark? They never outright say like, well, no, actually, Quint does say it. He says he's either a really stupid fish or a very smart one. So I guess he does say it at a certain point. And how about the character of Quint, Robert Shaw, just bringing the pain? My God, I love Quint. I thought he won an Oscar for this performance. Evidently, he didn't. He won one for A Man of All Seasons, which I, which I believe is, said Shakespeare. I don't even remember. But um, yeah, bringing the pain. How about you guys with Quint? What do you think, Raph, I seen you down there shaking. Your head. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, I love his
2: his favorite. My favorite line from him was when uh, Hooper was gathering all the uh, equipment. And he's walking by him, and he's like, hey, what are you, some kind of astronaut? And then the guy behind him just laughs. That was such a good line. Yeah, But, yeah, I I love this character just because he was drunk the whole time. He was very cocky and very Mm -hmm. arrogant, so he he had to get his comeuppance. uh, But he he played that very well. The Indianapolis speech alone where he sells it, oh, that's awesome, dude. That's awesome. Is he missing half his body? (laughs)
0: Yeah. <laughs> jessup can fix that he can make it happen. <laughs> uh, uh the indianapolis speech though uh that is a real thing that actually happened with the sharks infesting the waters and eating the guys after the ship was taken down by the torpedo and the the last podcast on the left recently did a uh a uh coverage of that and it was pretty cool but like his telling of it is so realistic his acting so good you actually believe he was there Oh, yeah, our house performance. It's crazy. How about you, Jay? What do you think about Quent? Is he your favorite?
1: Uh, absolutely well, there's the this movie does not work without Quent at all. Uh, actually, I will will take back on what I originally said earlier. Watching him die was the hardest thing for me because, like, I don't know, I really, really, really connected that guy. And I was like, I was like, Brody can die, (laughs) Hooper can die. Um, but I definitely don't want, I definitely don't want Quinn to go. And that would have just broken my heart.
3: Well, and his, when, his, de- his death scene, the way he screams, Jay, as he's about to be eaten by the shark, because what you get is you get him reliving the horror is, of the yeah. Indianapolis all over again.
1: I, I you know, I, at that age, I was nuanced enough to really get that part. I mean, I, you're right. But, I mean, well, the first time I saw it, I, I would have I never even, you know, thought of that personally. But, yeah, you're, you're, you're totally right. Uh it's definitely, you know, it's definitely very sad. <laughs> I mean it's it's heartbreaking and it's like like in all not only that, but it's kinda like if you look at a game of chess, like Jaws just took like one of your he almost took out your queen. Like that's yeah. a that's a that's a heavy hitter for, for Jaws to just be like, Yep. Off the I table, try try something else. <laughs> I mean, if you think I, about I it, take right. your
0: quint. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> no, dude, it's true because he's such a, a pivotal character and he's so arrogant but lovable. And like he just he just reminds you of like the grandfather you never had. Like he's just somebody who's a real masculine figure, you know what I mean? And like the fact that he's busting balls left and right, he's just a pure seaman or seaman. I'm not <laughs> sure what the word is. <laughs> Thank you, Rap. Hey
3: uh, well, what's what's the story behind the writing of the Indianapolis? I know there was a lot of people involved. I believe that the guy that directed Cutan the Barbarian, he had his hand in it. Um it went through a lot of different writers. And it was it was not an easy process to to get that thing written and to trim it down the way it was. And I think even, even Quint, uh the actor, had a hand in it as well.
1: well uh, sorry, go ahead, Jay. Well, I mean, and also, like, it's one of the most important stories of the of the movie. It, like, it's the ghost story. Mm-hmm. Like, it's the campfire tale. And the best we got was a Nicolas Cage movie. Like, that's, oh my
3: god! So like, bad.
1: you think like if Spielberg ever wanted to direct something close to John's? Do you know yeah, he was
3: supposed to? He was he was supposed to direct a prequel. Basically, he was supposed to direct. The uh, Indianapolis story, but then close encounters and all this other stuff. But,
1: but, 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 like, like, you know, it, this would have been a great, a great 21st century project for for Stephen. I mean, I, I think he could have skipped War of the Worlds and done 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 that one, and I think it would have been probably a lot more poignant. It, but I mean, let, let,
3: let's be honest. There's a lot of movies Stephen could have could have skipped. Always, <laughs> there's a lot. I mean, Steven's an amazing director, but he's also human and fallible. Oh, 1941? 1941, uh, the big fucking giant. You know, he said some misses in there. some reason, uh, everyone
0: always says Hook, but I don't get it. I love Hook. Oh, man, you know, yeah, well, if if
3: you... Rocky killed Hook.
1: But I saw, saw, uh, you know, you and I saw it when we were kids. Yeah. Like, it was meant for us. As a kids movie, it's flawless. I mean, that's the way you look at it. But Mm -hmm. as, you know, a, a movie by the numbers, yeah, it's got some problems, I'm sure.
0: Yeah, that's really cool that he was going to direct an Indianapolis uh, prequel. That would have been bomb. Let's not say it's too late to happen. That would be an amazing film to watch, especially if you followed the character Quint as a youngster in that situation. That could be an amazing film done by him. I would love to see that. And he doesn't really do sequels. I think the only one he ever did was Jurassic Park 2. Uh, So that would be interesting to see him actually – is there any other ones he's done? Sequel-wise? Spielberg? Prequels? Sequels? I can't... Other than Indiana Jones. Does that count? I don't know if that counts.
1: Yeah, it totally counts. You totally you totally inspired yourself. <laughs> My man. <bad. laughs>
0: well, he's not doing the newest one, so it doesn't count. Who is doing
3: the newest
0: one? Uh, uh, Mangold. James Mangold is doing it. So he originally was going to direct it, and then he dropped out because of coronavirus and didn't really give another reason for that, and they filmed during coronavirus, and they had a couple scares, and that the guy who directed Logan is directing the new Indiana Jones. But he's made it as much of a Spielberg film as he possibly can. And what does that mean? I don't know what a Spielberg film means, but I know that it has a certain feeling to it. Because well, High adventure, High definitely Octane, has, what is
4: it?
3: He has, well, there's always those shots of the light breaking through the fog, the giant light breaking through the fog. There's this shot that he, he borrowed from uh, Hitchcock where it's the the camera pulls away, yeah. you know? Um, and then the, Spielberg is also known for three or four characters talking over each other. And the reason why he does that is growing up, his family uh, would always fight and they would argue. That's, that's interesting that
1: talk. you would say that.
3: Yeah, and it's, it's kind of like that, <laughs> that arguing. And it's like, I don't understand people who do that. Um, but yeah. <laughs>
0: No, that's I. I noticed that. But, when no, I, I get it too, man. I totally.
3: Well,
0: it makes it feel more realistic, is the thing. I know <laughs> yeah, you're trying to talk over
3: me. Uh, uh, it, no, it and, makes... and if you want to see a great scene, sorry, if you want to see a great <laughs> scene for that, one of the first scenes in Close Encounters of the of the Third Kind is the when they're in the um, in the airport and it's air traffic controllers and they're all talking over each other and one's talking to the pilot, the other one's talking to his boss. But it's a very realistic scene because that's how things happen. That's yeah. how they go down. I I would actually agree that people talking over each other
1: it, it feels very natural mm-hmm. because like the, you got movies like like Quentin Tarantino. He's a you know loves dialogue, but I feel like his characters are you know even though they're like criminals and whatnot, they're, in, in conversations they're pretty polite. Like, and it's your turn, and now it's your turn, and and, uh, and sometimes you know, a little interruption here or there. That's that's a that's that's a tough thing to master. I think that's one of I think that's one of his more uh, underrated talents.
0: Yeah, and having that dialogue be in such a way that everyone is understood and heard too, because it is a hodgepodge of, of madness, but it's real. In real life, you have people talking. And people talking over each other. And that's just the way conversations go. So that gives another level of realism to a lot of the stuff. But like there is something about he has very specific camera shots. Uh, he works. I think the thing that brings comes down to Spielberg is he's good with working with others, and he he knows it's a team effort. Like he doesn't edit his films. Ah, uh, you know he's not one of those people who really writes his films. He gets scripts and he works on them from there. Uh, he is a producer for a lot of things where he'll come up with ideas and let people run with it. But he's a hell of a team player, is what I think it is, and that's what makes him a master filmmaker. Because the director's job is to make sure everything. Else is going good around them and to work with the actors the best they can, you know what I mean? But the producer is really the one that comes in. And I don't know if Kathleen Kennedy and Frank uh Marshall were the producers on this or not, but I know he eventually on Indiana Jones started working with them. And once he got them as producers, he pretty much kept them as producers for the remainder of his film set, especially Kathleen Kennedy. Uh she produced like a shit ton of his films. So it's finding the right team, and he's just really good at that. And one of my favorite stories about Jaws is he left the filming before it was finished. The last day of filming, he was on a plane heading back to L.A. And he was sitting next to Richard Dreyfus. And Dreyfus said, you know, you know, is the movie finished? How did things go? And he goes, no. He goes, they're still filming it. And what they were filming was the Jaws exploding scene. But he was afraid that the crew was going to play a prank on him if he stuck around. So he left a day early.
3: Ah, <laughs> <And laughs> That's I, funny.
0: I think that is awesome, dude. It's an awesome story. By, by
3: the way, that is an amazing shot of the underwater shot of the shark after it explodes, the way it goes down in front of the camera, you see its fin uh, yep. as it slowly goes down. And that's that's just one of those happy accidents. You know, shit like that, that back then you didn't have CGI to film it. It just had to happen in camera. Yeah. I, I am
0: deathly afraid of sharks, I have a severe fear of them to the point where I before I go to sleep, if I'm thinking about nightmare shit, the idea of sliding into the belly of a shark still half alive mm. and that and like suffocating within its stomach, like how Quint would have probably, if I don't know, hopefully he was dead. That scares Looks the fun. shit out of me. Are you kidding me, dude? That's so scary. Oh. <laughs> and on um, a way you, to go.
1: You'd be dead from the shock of all the blood loss way before you ever felt any of that. Yeah,
0: but what if you weren't, dude? What if it was like, that situation in X where the alligator gets the girl. Like she was still screaming well, in his belly. Hey, spoilers, uh, spoilers. My bad. <laughs> well, the difference
1: between the, the two is that uh, a shark has one row of teeth. I mean, you know, a crocodile has one row of teeth, whereas a shark has many, many rows of teeth to eat you with. And so
3: Shark teeth is like, a, like comics, Jay, right? One leaves the scene. There's twelve more waiting to take their place. <laughs> and
1: they, <laughs> yeah, and, and not only that, they're known to regrow their teeth. Like, yeah, because their yeah. their entire their entire skeleton's cartilage.
3: So
0: oh, it's such a bummer whenever he loses the tooth. He Hooper's really good about dropping shit underwater he drops, <laughs> the tooth then he drops the, the syringe later. Or the or being oh, a yeah, professional. He
1: does. Okay. No, Let's talk about Hooper. Let's talk about that character. He's
0: a piece of shit, if you ask me. Well, oh sure,
1: sure. Well, I'll tell you a couple, he's
0: rich. Yeah.
1: I'll tell you a couple of things I know about uh Hooper and also the the guy who played him, Richard Dreyfuss. Uh that guy got more ass than a toilet seat during the <laughs> Miss movie. <laughs> <laughs> he is he long talked about how much Punani that he got while working on this movie. He was like, dude, it was it was amazing. It was like it was like Disneyland for him. And I thought that was a I thought that was a very interesting uh take on it. Cause I mean it's Richard Dreyfus, you know. I'm Richard Dreyfus, I was in jazz, you know, like <laughs> the old family guy I bet. But I will tell you this as well. <laughs> you know, uh you got you talked about how this movie uh caused beaches to kind of dry up. Well, this movie also caused another thing. It caused a massive massive insurgents of people who actually went into marine biology all because of the character oh, of Hooper. Oh,
0: yeah. no
1: so sure. he, Oh, absolutely. The, the, the shark week and all the stuff that we see nowadays, you can attribute a lot of that to a lot of people being, I want to be Hooper. And it's, uh, and, and I think and it's helped us with a lot of our technology about studying sharks and not just sharks, but other marine, marine life, uh, you know, this this movie has a, it's, a lot of rippling effects that were really, really positive. And I remember that was uh, that was a big chunk of it was that character.
3: Well, you yeah. this movie also caused a massive rise in the uh, slaughtering of sharks. Yeah, that's true Well,
0: fuck that, too. Fuck those sharks. Uh, no, with Hooper, I think that that character, I like that character because he's right about 95% of the time. It's just he's so young. The other characters don't really listen to him, and especially like, Quint. Quint yeah, some him. <laughs> Quint can't stand him until they bond over their scars. You know, yeah. And at that point, when they're drinking and they and I love that version of of Quint where he's laughing and having a good time. And once, but he is the captain of that vessel, and he does shout a lot of orders. But whatever he tells Hooper to do, he's able to do. You know what I mean? Yeah so uh like he's he's arrogant but he's got the right to be because he, he's got the skills to pay said bills and like i said the only thing that bothers me is in the back of my head i'm like did he sleep with brody's wife that's
3: <laughs> only in the novelization I know. um guys guys here's the thing that, that bothers me though we've talked a lot about all these characters the shark we have not talked about the villain of this movie the mayor the mayor.
0: What a son of a bitch!
1: Well, I mean, he is, but he's also, uh, you know, as a public official, he's definitely, you know, trying to trying to make trying to make that money. It's well, uh, uh,
3: see, he, here's the thing, Jay. This is why he is the biggest villain of this movie. He does one thing, and it's in the very beginning. It's a very very small scene, but to me, it's it, it attaches itself to another pivotal scene in the movie, and that's when they're on the little ferry and they're going across and. Uh, Brody says, This isn't what you told me earlier. It's not a fishing accident. And the doctor puts his leg up and he fucking lies to him and says, Yes, it's a fishing accident. So that's what you told me before. What well, you put your name on it. And in that scene, you know the share, the, the mayor pressured the doctor to lie. Because originally the doctor was like, Oh, yeah, or the 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 mortician or whatever. Um, The guy that did the autopsy was like, "Oh yeah, this is a shark attack." He lied, and then the other pivotal scene that that goes up to, which I love, is when we when Hooper does the autopsy, and he's all pissed off. Oh yeah, and he, and he goes, "This was not a shark attack. This was not a boating accident." And you look over at the doctor, and he's doing he does this.
0: He's like, <laughs> he's shamed.
3: He's shamed because he knows he took part in the death of the little what's the kid's last name, Kenninger or the, the Kittler, or Kittler? Kittler, yeah. What's the, what's the kid's name? The Kittler boy.
0: It's Kittler. Yeah. I think it's Kittler. K- Kittinger? I don't know. No. What is it, not- Jay? What's
3: the What's the kid's name?
0: Man, you would ask. Uh-huh. Let's go, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> you are our IMDb. Do you not yeah. know this?
1: I know, I know. But like, if you even try to look up the... See, this this movie is so coveted uh, that even the... uh Kittinger. Even yeah, trying to find the the cast for it. It's like it's like a. It's yeah. They don't even have him right there. Kittner, Kittner. Kittner
3: boy. Yeah, you could see you in that scene. You know that the doctor knows that he's responsible for the Kittner boy's death. He took a part in it by lying. So about why did he get slapped?
0: Scene. Why did Brody get slapped? It's bullshit.
3: Uh, he, yeah, I know. Boy, he got slapped. You know that Brody should have slapped
0: be... the fucking doctor.
3: <laughs> I know. Well, that's the thing that makes me mad too. Is that uh, Brody never really. There's that one scene in the hospital, which, by the way, is amazing because the mayor is smoking in the hospital, and you could smoke in the hospital. This <laughs> didn't <day>. smoke <laughs> everywhere, everywhere <laughs> but the morgue. Everywhere but the morgue, because Hooper <laughs> will yell
0: at you for trying to don't smoke. Oh, try. Right, Hooper,
3: Hooper will yell at you for trying to smoke in there. Yeah. Well,
1: did they were smoking in The Exorcist Three, which was you know 15 <laughs> years after this. I started like, watching that the
3: other night. I got to finish that. Have you you not seen it before? I've seen it. I saw it in the theater when it came out, but I haven't seen it since.
0: As a former smoker, whenever I see people smoking in these old movies, it's so hard because I get the nicotine fit. Like Mm. It's like, oh, man, I know they're delicious, but they're terrible for you. But like, I always get tempted, and I'm just like, you could smoke in the hospital? Are you kidding me? How cool is that? (laughs) I'm yet to see a movie
1: where I've seen anyone smoke on a plane, even though I still fly on planes that have ashtrays.
3: You know what they did? It wasn't a movie, but that series on Netflix, which was about the FBI people that were hunting serial killers, mine hunters, mine Hunter, Hunter, yeah. yeah, hunters. They had scenes on the airplane, and the big gruff guy—he was smoking—and I was like, "Ah, they right, did it." There but It, it wasn't is. a movie, that, though. It was a, this is really a serious.
1: this is, this is a super super tangent, and I apologize to Jaws, but that guy, uh, Colt McCaney, Colt yeah. Mc, yeah, he is going to play uh, the patriarch.
3: Of the Von Erich family in the new A twenty four movie, all about Dude, the Von Erichs. I could see that. Oh, you know, I met the grandkids. They were wrestling at a video I was performing at.
1: That's awesome. But yeah, uh,
0: just you know, little little shout out to the Von Erichs. Did Fuck you? Did, yeah. this, did you get to meet Sting this weekend, Jay?
1: No, I wasn't. I wasn't here this weekend. Okay. I was, uh, but uh, now nah, he uh, if, just so y'all know, uh, Brad Williams is here this weekend. He's a huge wrestling fan. So he uh, he's, he he brings out at least one or two every every year, and uh, he was he was teasing that he was going to bring my favorite all time wrestler to the club because he lives in Waxahachie. But um, do still want to put your stuff on French Street, thing sorry, but uh, you yeah, know that's pretty cool though,
0: <laughs> still pretty cool. All right, back to Jaws. We didn't talk about uh, uh, Brody, uh, cheap Brody. Uh, I love at the end the crazy maniacal laughter he does after he explodes the shark. I yeah. think that is so cool. Uh, what is the actor's name? God, Roy Schneider? is that Roy Schneider, oh, Roy Schneider. He went on to be uh, the captain on SeaQuest, and I, that's what I remember him from. I guess it's kind of typecasting in a way. I never thought about that. <laughs> uh, but uh, I remember when I was a kid, that show was like Underwater Star Trek, and I thought it was the shit when it really wasn't that
3: good. But he <laughs> is amazing in this film.
0: Is he in the sequel? Is he in the second one? Oh, He's yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He's uh, the he, main Yeah. Yeah, he comes
3: that... back. He gets fired in the second one.
0: Yeah. Is the second one worth my time or is it Of course. The it's first good... two
3: the first two really work, I'd say. Yeah. The the second one's got, got some really good kills, some good sharp kills in it.
0: Cool. I know four is the one everyone detests with uh Luke? yeah. Everyone finds the revenge to be the worst one. But I think the hot wife comes back in that, and she was hot. Uh uh I apologize for what I've done, uh no. but, yeah, but, yeah, so what else do we want to say about Jaws? like it's pretty much a perfect film, uh, isn't it? Well, what's
3: interesting besides that one scene, <laughs> it's a perfect film, but it's also interesting that it's almost cut into two parts you this movie could have been part one and part two absolutely the first The first part is the shark hunting people on the beach, and the second part is them going out in the water yeah i mean it's and it's almost split right down the middle, it's almost at an hour. And then the, the next hour. So and you know,
0: something I, I don't like about it that bothers me is how much they have to set up. Like the mayor won't listen to them. But now that I've I've kind of like watched it again today, like it bothered me, but I was like, but you need that because that's what makes it feel real. You mm-hmm. need that. You need the three kills before they say, okay, we've got to shut down the beaches. Yeah. We've got to get this shark because after two, like even after two, after they kill the little boy, they're just like, nah, it's still fine.
3: Well, and also you got to remember, they thought they caught the shark.
0: That's true. I you forgot know, about yeah. that. They
3: killed, they killed the little boy. They thought they caught him until they cut him open. But at that point, no one's going to believe him. It's the 4th of July weekend. And plus, they have all the shark spotters out there. And that's the thing is the shark doesn't attack the beach. He attacks the little pond inlet area. Oh, and by the way, one of the cool things I love foreshadowing. Did you guys notice in the beginning of the film when Brody is like, we got to go and tell the Boy Scout people to be careful because he knew the Boy Scouts were going to be doing their their swimming thing. Did you notice that who is out there with the Boy Scouts? It's the guy in the red boat, the one that gets eaten at the uh holy right. shit. It, no, it's I the same, it's a, yeah, it's the same red boat. It's a little foreshadowing there. A lot of connections.
2: What were we gonna say, Raph? Um, I forget. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> when the when the little boy died, they uh showed the stick the dog was playing. But I oh, think yeah. the dog sensed it, and the dog got the fuck out of there because that's
3: the only <laughs> kill you don't see. That's right. Yeah, never saw that dog <laughs> get eat. <laughs> which, which, by the way, that the scene of the boy getting killed was to me is one of the most horrific scenes. That's brutal. Be- and you, and it's so crazy because it's like it reminded me of like the alien from uh, Alien. When you don't see what it looks like, because you don't really see the shark, you see the spinning thing, right? And then then you see the kid being drugged down. But man, it was a brutal, brutal kill. Also, there's I... a if you look online, there's a uh some uh deleted scenes from Jaws. There's one where the shark is dragging the guy from the boat that got his leg ripped off. He's dragging him through the water, but they said it was too too graphic for it's the movie. Gruesome, so they yeah. cut it. Yeah.
2: I believe the first scene was gonna be the one that got me because that girl, she was screaming for reals when they were pulling oh, her. Oh yeah, that was they were pulling her back and forth, and she started saying like "fuck, this hurts," <laughs> and yeah. those were real screams. So that one looked pretty brutal. But again, Quinn's at the end again with him gurgling the blood. I forgot mm. about that. That was such a great scene because he's like "fuck," and then he just all comes out.
3: Oh, and then the way the shark kind of drags him underwater. And then the real next slow. See, yeah, real slow. And then the next shot when the shark busts through the the boat the window. you yeah. see Quint's flesh on his teeth, yeah, uh, oh, so gross.
0: that's what I was saying. I, like when he exploded <clears throat> that shark, he exploded Quint too. so uh, so oh,
2: yeah. I don't like I didn't like that when the shark jumped onto the boat, like almost all of it onto the boat. I think that that boat should have been gone. But I didn't like <laughs> that that last part, but yeah, it was awesome.
3: It, it was hard to, to talk
2: shit about this movie because it was really well made.
3: Yeah. Like I said, there's only, for me, there's only one scene. I yeah, understand that great. what did it, uh, uh, it just kind of drives me nuts. But I mean, it's pretty much, I mean, I, I watch it every year. <laughs> you know, it's, I've got all these toys and action figures from it. So, uh, so I was watching childhood. it.
0: This morning, and while well, I was training uh, Ethan, and so he was working on something, so I'm sitting there watching it, and like I'm sitting there gasping at my phone, like at moments because I'm <laughs> yeah. just like, this is so well made, I can't help but to be enthralled by it and excited by it, and titillated, if you will. Oh,
3: oh, um, one more thing, sorry. How I love this movie also because it has so many naturally good, funny moments. One of my favorite scenes is between the husband and the wife. When he is like, we need to get the kids out of the boat. And she was like, leave them alone, hon. They're just having fun. And she flips open the shark book. Yeah. And she sees the picture of the boat being attacked by the shark. And she's like, get out of the water. The You're a father. Water. I will say that is the one thing. He
0: seemed to be looking great. at the
3: pictures an awful lot and not reading. And
0: I remember. And <laughs> I was thinking. He there learned there. a lot. <laughs> he learned a lot from just <laughs> the pictures. Cause like he would just be flipping backwards and forwards through that book and looking. at, th- like I was like, oh, can he also- read?
3: Did you see the the another foreshadowing of the pictures he was flipping? They showed a shark that had a air tank in its mouth.
0: Oh no, I didn't see that. Holy shit!
3: No,
2: I did see the shark fucking up the boat, and I'm like, oh shit, they better not get on a boat. <laughs>
0: <laughs> They're in a lot of trouble. <laughs> uh, all right, well, uh, Raft, you got a list of things, or we uh, yeah, but it
2: really went through most of it. Uh, the Bronco he's driving is badass. <laughs> uh, I, I so, got, random. so random. random rap. Rap. It it's so bro. It you don't see really those good. nowadays. I saw yeah. that. And I'm like, I want it. Um, When he typed shark on the typewriter, I actually got goosebumps. Like yeah, when he again, and, uh, it goes back cool to cool thing, the seeing like the old copy
0: paper and having the shark yeah. attack on
2: there. bad. he's like shark attack, and I was like, fuck. And it, yeah, again, the score does great. I did have a problem with it when. The score does try to go comical, and you hear it go up. Like uh, there was one one I forgot the part, but but, about Hooper does something, and I remember really threw me off when the the it got comical there. Um, are you judging
0: John Williams' masterpiece for (laughs) Jaws? Uh,
2: I love when the doc when the two old men are chumming the water with the roast beef. And the duck, the doc gets taken out and then comes back. That was a great scene too. They just barely escaped. Um, does
0: the movie <clears> work without that scene? though? I think it does. I think it, does.
2: it works with a lot of scenes, but it goes by so fast. I I time checked. It was like one thirty when I realized it. It was almost over. I was like, damn, it went by so fast. Well, that's what
0: that's why this movie kind of changed the way filmmaking is done because compared to other films of the time, this was. Laser focused, laser fast. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like his fast break-net pace of, of like making a film. Well, every is every different. scene,
3: every scene in this movie matters. And and I think one of the most powerful scenes is the one between him and his son when his son's mimicking him. Yeah. You know, it's a very beautiful, very heartfelt. And it shows this guy's a family man. You know? And That
0: scene was done by accident. The, the kid started copying everything he was doing as they were waiting in between. And Spielberg's like, film it. Fucking get that on. Get that on. It uh, was very uh, sweet. Films. And
2: do you see Matt Hooper kind of did that when he was uh, on the boat and Quinn Put was that. yelling at him?
3: In the, the, yeah. Yeah. He was squishing the uh, star. Yeah. And then he got, ah, that shit was funny
2: too. But um, the the slap, when Brody got slapped, that was great. That was a really emotional scene because he knew, and we all know he knew, so yep, yep. he should have done something about it. Um, my favorite line from uh, Brody was, when they're going to go cut up the fish, and, he, and Hooper asked him, you can do that? I can do anything. I'm the chief of police. <laughs> Typical white cop, obviously.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and
2: then he's the only one in the, in the island, so he's going to get away with it.
3: I, I was oh, kind of bummed out when they ripped open the shark and they had the license plate inside of it that it was that the license plate didn't say THX eleven thirty eight. Yeah,
0: bomb.
3: That'd be great. Uh,
1: I got some. I got. I got a few uh, little last second fun facts I'd like to exp- uh, talk about. Uh, Jaws. Sure, hit it up. Um, yeah. The thing. One thing you can definitely say about Jaws is that it's a movie that has been. Ripped off oh, yeah. so many times, and not just ripped off. It's inspired a lot of movies, including Sharknado, Alien. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, wow. it's inspired. It's inspired. Good. Oh, just the the tension and whatnot, okay. and the music. Yeah, well, the, the, the,
3: the unbeatable monster.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's not. A, I, I wouldn't ever say Alien ripped it off. I would say. It, I would say it definitely. It helped. It, it helped that movie. But yeah, it's also had some pretty egregious uh, ripoffs. And I'll go over just a few. Hopefully I don't spoil any of your movie uh, choices <laughs> later on, Duck. But a couple of my favorites would have been Piranha. Definitely thought Piranha was fun. Uh, and probably the best, The to me, the best uh, ripoff was Orca. Oh, oh,
3: dude! I loved Orca as a kid. I I was staying with my mom. She had HBO. And back then, HBO would replay movies over and over again. And I must have seen Orca a hundred times. It's so bad now if you watch it, especially sure. especially the special effects. Sure. But back then, as a kid, sure. I fucking loved that movie. Richard it's, Harris. Richard Harris acts Harris, his ass, so ass off. So good, and it's a <sighs> devastating story of a father watching his wife give birth and that that child being murdered by somebody.
1: But 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 here's the other thing: they actually said that Jaws then doubled down and stole the idea of the the shark having vengeance for the yeah. Brody family, which yeah. was not in the original, obviously. That's something that was in Orca. This Orca is a serial killer, and I'm not even kidding you uh, in this movie. It literally follows them. I think all the way to the was
3: it the North Pole? Yeah. The it North follows
1: Pole. it follows them all the way. And yeah, no, I, mean, I, I wouldn't would,
3: say a serial killer. I would say a vengeful father. That's
1: what I mean, but it's coming yeah. after them. It's, oh, yeah. it's, <laughs> it's, getting, it's getting his pound of flesh. But the other thing is, like uh you you learn this later on, and one of the reasons they chose orca is because the orca is one of the great whites' natural predators.
3: Yep, yep. There's actually yeah. I just on Reddit I saw a uh footage of two orcas killing a great white. Absolutely, great whites will warn other great whites to stay out of certain parts of the ocean if they know orcas swim there. Uh, They don't, man. Great whites will not fuck with orcas, man. Well, what's funny is what is orca? It's the name of the boat in Jaws. Yeah. Yep.
0: Yep. I was thinking
3: that
1: it's funny to think of a creature that the great white calls sir. (laughs) Yeah.
3: (laughs) Dude, orcas don't fuck around, man. They are. There's a reason why they're called a killer whale. Um, Yeah. So what were the other films?
1: Uh, a couple other ones. Um, uh, okay. Well, you're, um, you're probably going to mention Deep Blue Sea later. So, but uh, Deep Blue Sea is obviously, you know, probably uh, th- that's probably the, to me, I, I like Deep Blue Sea probably better than Jaws personally, because I'm a big Rennie Harlan fan. He directed my favorite Nightmare Elm Street. And I thought his work on Deep Blue Sea was pretty, pretty palatable. The movie was a lot better than it deserved to be. Uh, Open water, forty-seven meters down. I love uh, open water. Yeah, oh open yeah, water. I mean, just uh, there's
3: uh, plenty was the more. One, the, the one with the, uh, the the hot girl surfer girl who gets stranded out in the. Uh, and that's forty-seven. I think I think that's forty-seven meters down. No, no, th- those girls are are stuck underwater. This is a surfer girl. You're talking about to... Blake
1: Lively, right?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: What What's was that, that one, one called?
3: That was really good. Like I was I was really impressed with that one.
1: Well, I mean, like I said, like I think most of the movies that kind of borrowed from I think well, I am gonna say most of them because sci-fi obviously uh you know, had their damage. but I thought a lot of the movies that inspired did it pretty well. And it wasn't just uh, it wasn't just in the uh, in the water. Uh, a couple of my favorites, uh prophecy totally ripped off jaws, uh, Grizzly. oh my mm. God, Grizzly lake Placid
3: like creature is so good.
1: But that's what I'm saying, like, uh, the Shallows. The Shallows. The shallows.
3: Yeah. That's a good movie,
1: man. But yeah, like creature features, like this movie really introduced you to the idea that a creature could. This isn't a monster movie. This is a. This is like a, a, a horror movie involving something that you could actually run into. And all these other ones are like, "Yep, we're going to have the jaws of this." The jaws. It's always yeah. like the jaws. We see us. Uh Alien was called Jaws in space. Yeah. You know, like everything yeah. was. Everything, you know, oh, the, jaws, you, the jaws, the jaws, the jaws, the jaws. Did you guys
3: ever uh, read the story that this is kind of based on, which, and they mentioned it in the movie, which is in, I think it was in uh, New Jersey, where a great white shark went up river. And this is like back in the 1900s, I think, mm-hmm. and killed a shit ton of people.
0: Yeah, it was it, it went to a couple of different beaches in New York and Jersey, like you said. Yeah. So it it freshwater shark, dude. I don't I don't know if that's a real thing, but that's what it was doing. It was cranking. Well up. it was
3: it was because the salt water was, it was enough into the into the rivers. Oh oh and guys guys
1: guys, how do I how do I pass over this, the Meg?
3: The Meg oh, yeah, the Meg. Uh-huh.
1: And the Meg is awesome. The uh-huh. Meg is an awesome Brilliant. movie. It, it
0: cranks everything up to to 30 yeah. obviously. The quote on the Meg was instead of uh, we're going to need a bigger boat, we're going to need a bigger shark. So <laughs> it's always a bigger fish, so. Oh
1: and and, uh, and here's another little piece of uh, trivia and I think it's I think it's either Piranha, The New Piranha, uh or one of those uh Richard Dreyfuss uh comes back as Hooper and gets killed what uh, oh, nice. uh, Yeah, yeah, Show yeah. What, yeah. What What movie is that? Let's go take a look at that. I like yeah. the new
3: Piranha. I thought that was funny.
1: That's it's It's one dude. of those. It's It's one of those movies where, yeah, I mean, they might even give him like, they might not even like use the name for copyright reasons, but it's heavily it's implied. Obviously him. it's
3: the same character.
1: It's yeah, because he's a he's a dick. He's like he's he's same old Hooper just. He's
0: the same old oh, jerky. I'm pretty sure that's just Richard Dreyfuss from what I understand. He's not uh, a very, he's not a very pleasant person from what I've read. So really. Yeah. I've read a lot of stories of him having confrontations with, with fans of Jaws where he wasn't very happy when they asked him Jaws questions. So <laughs> yeah. Not that's- a big
1: that's interesting. Why why well I mean, you know, people oh, sure, uh sure It's da, like da, da. Tom
0: Wilson with uh, Back to the Future. He doesn't want to talk about it. He's good, he's moved past it, but we haven't yet. We still want to talk about it. Let us talk about it. Uh does do you guys have anything else about Jaws? Um, uh, no. Fucking it,
3: awesome.
0: It's a fucking masterpiece, so it's it's tight. Uh so recommend. I think we all recommend it, but let's find out. Jay, do you
2: recommend it?
1: Of course. Yeah.
0: Raf.
2: Uh, I love recommending it to people who are scared of the water.
3: (laughs) Uh (laughs) David? It's one of my... If you don't like this movie, we can't be friends movies.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And I hate it. No, I I absolutely love it. I think it's uh, amazing. It's it's worth every second. Hey, everyone. It's just duck jumping in here real quick to say thank you so much for checking out the podcast today. If you're enjoying it, head over to your favorite podcast app, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, or iTunes, and give We Are Podcast Network a like. And just so you know, the next section of the podcast will be clips from the movie. So you can find replays of the live video stream at twitch.tv. TV backslash We Are Podcast Network and YouTube.com Backslash We Are Podcast Network. Once again, all links can be found in the description. Come check out our live stream every Monday at 8 p.m. And for a full list of future films, check out our social media. You can find us at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Backslash We Are Podcast. And with that, back to the Horror Cast. I'm excited. We're going to watch some clips of it. So.
2: <clears throat> It's yeah, even with the shitty animatronic it still made a great film. <laughs> it's not a
0: shitty animatronic. It's
2: very shitty. That's it, one of the worst. But it was great. It was, had at, the time seeing... it was,
0: at the time
1: it was also one of the best.
3: Oh, yeah. Has, <laughs> oh, and that's why... A... I... Go on. I was going to say, has anyone been to Universal before they closed down the Jaws ride? Oh, have you? Yeah.
0: How was it whenever the it shitty shark came amazing.
3: out? amazing. It was yeah. so fucking cool. Yeah, it was yeah
0: it's got like three different areas where the shark chases, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. I love that the guys from South Park before they made South Park made a thing on Universal Studios basically parodying it and satirizing it and making fun of it. And they're like, lame and boring. Every time they show the shark, they're like, this is lame and boring. <laughs> I'll find it later and send it to you guys. It's fucking genius. But anyhow, all right, here we go with the clips. Yum! Oh, it's so iconic that drip down
2: oh that's why it wasn't rated r because it wasn't full frontal nudity it was full bottom nudity.
1: it was okay, full was side angle.
2: nudity <laughs> uh
1: nudity wasn't a deal breaker back then
0: no i remember in uh, uh clash of the titans you got to see titties and i was a kid and going oh wow this is interesting you think she was screaming because she was oh he was hurting i saw a nipple
3: she was hurting. That was a great death scene, man. So oh my good. god.
0: It's so iconic. Like that first five, six minutes of the movie just totally sets. And up. the
3: screaming was so like just yeah. real, like like Roth said, man. Yeah, she was hurting. Yeah.
0: The yard
4: They're in the yard, not too far from the cat. And <laughs> the cat. How's that? Like you're from New York. The body.
3: When I was a a kid, I thought where Amity, the Amity horror was, was where the shark was. I didn't realize that Amity was a fake town. (laughs) The shark was haunting the house? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I thought there, I was like, man, Amity must be a really bad place to live. (laughs) I'm moving there. The body.
0: See, this is such a Spielberg-like thing where he has like the the the, the deputy like freaking out over seeing the body. Like, it's that little character moment that that really matters. Oh yeah, the crabs got it. Did you guys know that uh, evidently Amelia Earhart crash landed on an island and was eaten by coconut crabs?
4: You ever hear about no, that? No.
0: Yeah, I didn't know crabs would, are like little. Well, I guess they are scavengers, so it makes sense. Piece of shit mayor.
4: You're Look at that jacket. here. It's your first summer, you know. What does that mean?
0: He threatened him. I love mm-hmm. that. Bad hat, Harry.
4: It's cold. <laughs> we know all about you, <laughs> You're <laughs> you? <laughs> Some bad hat, Harry.
3: Oh, another interesting thing about this movie: the all the beach scenes in the water were filmed during the winter. And so if you notice that people getting in the water are freezing their fucking asses
0: off. <laughs> nice. The second kill, I almost called it Kid Crunchies, but then I felt bad. <laughs> and Then I told you about it. Oh, it's so epic.
3: Oh, he falls. Oh, God, it's horrible. Boy, in one, in one shot, basically Spielberg goes against Norms and kills a dog and a child. We don't see that. <laughs> that dog? I
2: think the dog got away Alright, what if
0: All right. Follow me What if the dog is the shark all right. oh, That makes,
3: <laughs> totally makes sense Yeah. Oh, some girl's having her period oh. <laughs> Get out of there Quint
4: But it's not gonna be pleasant I value my neck a lot more Than 3,000 <laughs> bucks, chief I'll find him for three But I'll catch him and kill him For ten you gotta make up your minds ten thousand dollars for me by myself for that you get the head the tail the whole damn thing
0: that's such a cool line hooper i like hooper i think Hello. he's my favorite
4: back.
1: they all looked like all they all were back. gonna kiss for
2: a second <laughs> <laughs> you want them to that's yeah lot. they
4: got close how
2: are you? It's co- no COVID hey, time, Ocean so they're not worried about it. Nuts, are <laughs> hey,
4: who are you? Matt Hooper. I'm from the uh, Oceanographic Institute. Oh, for Christ's sakes. You're the guy we called. I'm Brody.
0: I'm Brody. Oh, oh I'm very glad to meet you. Hey, I'm glad to meet you, Listen, too. Listen, I know you got a lot on your hands. he right almost now. kissed
1: him, too. What do you say we go knock the dust off some of the local ladies, Roy? Don't smoke
0: uh oh come on don't do this
3: and portions of the rib cage are intact do not smoke in here thank you very much <laughs>
0: this oh. is what
3: happens
0: there's a shark tooth in the fire. large squalus. Smack.
2: <laughs> <laughs> chief frody
0: yes boom boom i
4: just found out but the girl got killed here last week and
2: you knew it
0: take that peekaboo here's your scene david
3: oh, my
0: <laughs> <fun>. <laughs> did it get you again rap mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't as loud this time
0: it's definitely cheating there's no denying it like that they have that that females
2: yeah they didn't eat that scream there it's definitely i would have still right. shit my pants
0: yeah it it definitely got me whenever I was watching it earlier. I was like, "Oh shit, wake up!" <laughs> I love if that kids it's aren't just scared, a couple they're scared. They're
3: freezing. The god, they're shaking. They're like it's it's thirty degrees in the water.
2: Yeah, they are. You made me do it. What would have made this scene <laughs> better was if they would have shot him first and then found out they're good. Yeah, that would have
3: been great.
0: <laughs> Does it look like a young Ben Affleck and Matt Damon?
3: Well, it kind of does. I'm Matt Damon.
0: Lunchy munchies.
3: That's such a cool shot. Oh, there goes the leg.
1: Yeah, man. The more you watch, the more you're like, this totally should have been rated R. Yeah. (laughs) Like like Spielberg just... Spielberg has that way about him, though, man. Like, his movies just don't get an R rating unless he wants them to. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah. Well when Brody is watching those pictures, there those are actual people and you can yeah. see the wounds. Yep. Like yeah. those are pretty graphic.
1: But 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 let's just be clear, this movie is more graphic than Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and it's oh, yeah. not it's not even close. It's
4: not yep.
0: even close.
4: Yeah, you're right. Cheers. It's just swimming with bow-legged women. Hell yeah. <laughs>
0: My girlfriend heard that earlier and she goes, that's so wrong and I was like, so is- hey I, I did want to hey. ask
4: you guys why do you
3: think Clint freaks out and smashes the radio why because he wants he want to catch back- the
0: shark he is he wants is, a cloud. he's going after the great white whale
3: well yeah he's ahab he's ahab yeah. okay you ahab. know what I, you know what I never thought about that yeah. you're right he is ahab this is his great white whale yep. you're right well
2: did you see his shack there with all those fucking uh uh
0: the teeth, teeth? yeah yeah
3: He's getting revenge. He's getting revenge,
0: yeah. Hundred percent.
1: He's taking them out one one species at a time. Like a shock (laughs) fin.
0: Faces. Yeah.
4: What's the point? Books and lines.
0: Fuck you, you piece of shit. <laughs> chum this shit. Oh, this is a great, great slower, Mr. X. Come
4: on down and chum some of this shit. That's a good
2: one. There he is. Mm. Roosie's here. And then he just fucking walks back. Oh, how about that? <laughs> great.
3: Where he's like, tell him, I need you to get in the shot for, for scale. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> nope. Good. Awesome shot. I just love the way that looks.
3: Oh, it's beautiful.
0: Trading scars.
4: Yeah, they want to <laughs> fuck. <laughs> oh, you
0: never got drunk, hey, did your you, buddy. Uh, shut up did you cars? guys
3: notice this right here? You notice that that Brody is about to show his scar, but doesn't. Oh, I didn't the, notice the, that. Yeah, because he kind he, he do, of does this. The, the theory is that's why he left New York, is that he was shot. And that's why he came oh. to get a job to get an oh, amity. Okay. But it's, it's uh, a very the theory is that he shot and then killed the person that shot him. And, but that's why he doesn't want to talk about it.
0: Oh, shit. I didn't know that.
3: Fan theory. You want a drink? Drink
4: your leg, I'll drink to your leg. Oh, and then geez. we fuck.
3: Drink to our leg.
4: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> Indianapolis. Alright, I'm going to turn it off a little bit so you can hear it. It's
4: a little I'm bit longer. That's the USS Indianapolis. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was a lot
2: of heavy breathing.
4: Hey, he, it got turned on. What happened? Japanese submarine slammed two torpedoes into our side, Chief. He was coming back from the island of Tinian Delady and just delivered the bomb, the Hiroshima bomb. Very first light, Chief. Sharks come cruising. So we formed ourselves into tight groups. And music kicks in? It was kind of like old squares in a battle, like you see in a calendar, like the Battle of Waterloo, and the idea was. Shark comes to the nearest man. That man, he start pounding and hollering and screaming. Sometimes the shark go away. Sometimes Do you see that
0: quiver right there in his lips? The mm-hmm. like a... he looks
4: right you, oh, it's so right good. Right into your eyes. Like doll's eyes. about a shark. He's got lifeless eyes. Black eyes like eyes. a doll's eyes. Like a doll's eyes. When he comes at you, doesn't seem to be living until he bites you. And those black eyes roll over white, and then oh, then you hear that terrible high-pitched screaming. The ocean turns red, and in spite of all the pounding and the hollering, they all come. And the
0: other thing that sells this is Hooper just staring at him in the yeah. background. Captivated. Like, with, with respect and just, boner. You know,
4: Rip boner. Repeated pieces. So, 1,100 men went in the war. Three hundred and sixteen men come out The sharks took the rest June the 29th, 1945 Someone said hey. he messed up the date We delivered the
3: bomb
2: Yeah, he was really drunk
3: Yeah <laughs> I think the date's wrong Something about June 29th or nineteen forty. I guess 1945 is wrong
0: Maybe, I don't know Yeah, I don't know
3: Maybe. But I don't give a shit Here's Brucey. There he is. By the way, did it sound
2: like the shark growl? A
3: little yeah, bit it yeah. did. Yeah. Big fucking Wait, shark. Don't, don't they growl? They don't have vocal cords. <laughs> oh, Shit. Shark tank. <laughs> they don't have vocal cords? No.
0: Oh, no room for them in that giant, destroying mouth. They're, of Pac- they're a fish. They're just giant Pac-Man. That's all they are. They freaking freak me out so much. Shark Tank. Oh, I'm terrified. And like you can tell, it's not real there, but it's so doesn't good. matter. Yeah, so doesn't good. matter.
3: So
4: Chomp! Trying? Chomp! Ah, oh,
1: I got him!
0: And once again, this was a PG film. Yeah. The in my mind, all I
2: hear is. Ruff, ruff.
0: I love how he got him though. With, <laughs> he got him with the fucking. Machete,
2: and yeah, he did.
0: Kaboom! Little pieces of Quinn all
2: over his teeth. Kaboom! Uh, I don't know if that tent would make that big of an explosion. I'm almost certain he wouldn't. Was that
0: Quinn's body in there? You can see it. Crazy fucking jaws, right? What a great movie! All right, recommendations. Let's go with nope. That's gonna be my first recommendation because if you oh, haven't seen oh, it, yeah. the third is, act is basically
3: jaws. Is basically <laughs> you are so right, man. The cinematographer is Quint.
0: Yeah, it's dude. It's crazy. It is. It's so wild and like. I don't know. I was in theaters watching it, and I love it. And I think it's a theatrical film. Like I said, I think the only thing is the score doesn't live up to what the movie has. And I think if the score would have been better, this movie would have been better. But for the most part, I really dig it. And it's like unlike anything you've ever seen before. And that's why I think Jaws works is because it was unlike anything that had ever been seen before at that time on film. And this movie tries to do the same thing and for the most part succeeds. I tell
3: you what, man, Nope has made me, has changed the way I look at Clouds. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, yeah! They'll fuck you up. They'll definitely fuck you up. The blood on the house scene—that was so oh, cool. it was beautiful. and then Jay called it "Deep Blue Sea." Of course, "Deep Blue Sea" is just stupid popcorn fun, and it's just so good. And Dude, it's it, the beautiful.
3: animatronics are amazing. In this the CGI yeah, is good. good. <laughs>
0: The CGI is not good though. The CGI man, it was good.
3: Though. It was good in '99. <laughs> uh, man, the the animatronic sharks in this movie are fucking amazing. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely,
0: I definitely can't wait till we watch this one. I hope maybe episode two hundred. But look at that CGI! <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> All right. Uh, with that said, what do you guys got for your
2: recommends? I have the Abyss. Yes. Have y'all seen the Abyss? That's oh, a oh, great yeah. one, of course. And then the, uh, the Sphere. Spear, have you seen
0: is, that one? Spear is very long, but it's not bad for a sci fi film. But god damn it, is it long? It, yeah, and, they're both and great. And really you really have to dig into what you think happened in it. So, but I do like it, it, it definitely sticks with you. Uh, it's a mind, fuck. yeah, Jay, David. What you got?
3: I'm gonna, go ahead, go with, I'm gonna just go with one, and that's Duel. Uh, if you've never <laughs> seen Duel, I highly recommend it. It's Spielberg's basically his first take on jaws. It's a guy who cuts off a trucker on his way to work. And that trucker hunts him down for the rest of the movie. We never see the trucker. All you see is his boots, his hands and the truck just terrorizing this guy. It's a made for TV movie, but it's one of Spielberg's first. And it's really fun to watch. Cause you get to see like, Oh, this guy is going to be an amazing director.
0: Very nice. what you got, Jay?
1: Uh, I just got one more recommend after all those ones I talked about. Um, Talked about you know how Alien kind of borrowed from this, but I'll, I'll talk I'll talk a movie that kind of really marries Alien and Jaws together pretty well, and the thing that is 1989's Leviathan. It's a movie with that's uh, oh, uh, a it's a movie with uh, Peter Weller. I like, can put it this way: it's got a great cast. Like it's a movie that has a better cast than it deserves. Uh, it's got Richard Crenna from Rambo. It's got Amanda Pays from the Flash TV show. It's got Daniel Stern before, right before he did uh, Home Alone. Uh, it's got Ernie Hudson, and Ernie Hudson plays the, the the Mario Van Peebles character who gets killed at the very last second. It's got Hector Elizondo. I'm telling you, it's, it's cast is stellar, hey, and it's hey. got and their evil character is uh, played by Meg Foster. Who oh, played yeah. evil? Who played evil in and Master Universe? Is it called Leviathan
0: because the cast is as large as one? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's a,
1: I'll tell you the story. It's uh it's it's literally it's literally the thing of the sea. It's thing of the sea. There's not much else to put. It's a creature that's kind of evolving. It's but it it absorbs people. It's it's like I said. I saw it way before I saw the thing. So I've always got a soft spot for it. I actually had it on. VHS for the longest time. I, I wish I would have held on to it, but yeah, Leviathan, that's my that's my recommendation. I
0: know what I'm getting you for Christmas. Uh,
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: with that said, thank you so much, everyone, for uh, being here and doing this. Where can they find you <laughs> on the internet, David?
3: Uh, they can find me at Stop Motion Nightmares on Facebook and Children of Dave on Instagram, and I'll be at the State Fair of Texas this Friday, and I'll be at the Addison Improv <laughs> on, I believe, Jay, that's Wednesday the 26th. 26, 26 tales baby. tales from the dark side That's right i'm excited man with puppet master david jessup yeah right
0: i love I that flyer i love I that flyer. Dude, you did a
3: great job man oh, that looks fucking you. flawless i was so like, cool
0: i don't i was like it looks okay but I'm no like dude it looks like dope it.
3: as shit
2: uh rap where can they find you on the internet uh real quick two weeks ago uh hope my girlfriend she huh? did uh her first podcast with most days off Uh and we reviewed uh or actually we did uh jaws Jaws versus Jurassic Jurassic Park Park. (laughs) if you guys would please check that out that's at best darn diddly and uh that's miles francis mr. most days off check him out
0: very nice and where can they find you on youtube rfl
2: son 87
0: right on don't change it don't ever change it that's all i gotta change it i know you gotta change it uh j eagle (laughs) phoenix is happening right that's right. Uh, we're
1: doing the Ego Phoenix Fearcast now in its eighth iteration. We call this one season great. We don't do entries every day. We just do them when they feel right to Jay. And so uh, I, I've, I've done quite a few. I'm really proud of the ones I've done so far this this uh, month. But uh, I think I'm only going to do one Monday, and that'll be the last one of the that'll be the Halloween. But I'm still I'm still looking to 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 play around with a few other days, see if I can find something to do. But, uh, yeah, I've had a lot of fun with it this year. Uh, I wasn't even going to do it, but uh, my, uh, Magic Mike uh, uh, posted on my wall. I was like, uh, wh- what are you thinking? And, I, and, obviously, I'm not I'm not really doing it for a ton of attention, but, like, it was somebody just did to pass the
0: time, like, seven years ago, and it's actually grown to be kind of fun. Yeah, dude. Hell yeah. And you can catch me and Jay this weekend at Retropalooza in the Arlington nice. – uh, convention Center, which we will be there Saturday and Sunday, handing out some free tickets and having a good time raffling off a Switch. So, come put your tickets in. Make sure you get those. Uh, with that said, you can check us out at, on, at wearepodcast.podbean.com where you can find all the podcasts. Check us out on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok at bash wearepodcast. And you find us every Monday for camp slash Warcast, where, where we talk more movies from the past live on Twitch at 8pm. Next week is The Shining! Yes! And I'm alright, Raph, we'll keep Pour in your heart, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were rushing me. I'm like, ah, I got-. Right. I'm not getting it. <laughs> no, but seriously, guys, thank you so much for being here. Keep poor in your heart and with that said, let's cut the feed. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, everybody. And there it is. Thank you again so much for checking out the podcast today. If you enjoyed it, head over to your favorite podcast app, Spotify, Stitcher, podbean and itunes and give we are podcast network a like and since this is camp slash horrorcast, if you want to check us out live we will be on twitch and youtube every monday at 8 p.m central time you can find us at twitch.tv backslash we are podcast network and youtube.com backslash we are podcast network and if you've enjoyed this podcast you're going to love the other podcasts here on the we are podcast network we have, we are, era where we talk movies, entertainment, whatever the fuck we want to talk about. That's me, that's Jake, and that's Javi. We're breaking down that pop culture. And we're having so much fun. And don't forget to check out We Are Begoo, a video game podcast where we talk Atari to Steam and everything in between. That's me and Dr. Ethan Eastwood breaking down all that video game lore. Heroes Jiro's A Dungeons and Distractions side quest Me and the boys were playing some D&D. You can start that one from Season 1, Episode 1. It's a blast the whole way through. And I hate being sober. Personal stories from epic people. I sit down with some of my favorite people of all time. We talk about their trials, their tribulations and their journey this far also check the links in the description for our social media you can find us at facebook instagram and twitter at backslash we are podcast network with that said hopefully we see you in the live stream